let's continue to take a look at UFOs, the great last day's deception. You know how appropriate it is that uh, just happened to be exiting the church facility, and this is a perfect lead into our seventh and final point. How do we know that UFOs are clearly demonic in origin? And that's because they deceive like demons. You see, the Bible also talks about a time when the church is going to exit the scene, if you will, and the event is called the rapture of the church. And little do people know right now that UFOs are also being used to explain away this event, the rapture of the church. It is their ultimate deception in the last days. Let's take a look at this next uh, big prophetic event on God's end time calendar called the rapture of the church. That, of course, is found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 15 through 17. Paul says this, he says, I can tell you this directly from the Lord. We who are still living when the Lord returns will not rise to meet Him ahead of those who are in their graves. For the Lord Himself will come down from heaven with a commanding shout, with the call of the archangel, and with the trumpet call of God. First, all the Christians who have died will rise from their graves. Then, together with them, we who are still alive and remain on the earth will be caught up in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and remain with Him forever. Now folks, here we see just one passage in the Bible that clearly deals with the evacuation of Christians from the earth just before God's wrath is being poured out on this world during the seven-year tribulation. Okay, it's right there in the text. But here's my point. Little do people know that the ETs, the aliens, UFOs are being used to become the ultimate excuse to explain away this event, the rapture of the church. And I think it's for obvious reason. I mean, if you will, put yourself in Satan's shoes. I mean, here you have an event that you cannot deny. You're not going to be able to spin this one away. It has really happened. Millions of people all around the world have suddenly disappeared, and it's specifically and only Christians that have disappeared. I mean, think about it. the normal logical response for those who would be left behind after this event would be something like, oh no, uh, why didn't I not listen to my Christian wife? I, why didn't I listen to my Christian brother or coworker or family member or neighbor, whatever? Uh, they were right. The Bible is true. I better get right with God now. There's no denying it, right? Well, and what would happen at this event and that normal logical response is people would, in mass, you would think, be getting saved uh, because of the shock of the rapture, okay? But that's not what we're going to see. If you were uh, the evil one, here's what he's going to do. He's going to put a stop to this, okay? He does what he always does, and what Jesus warned us about, as we already saw, he's going to deceive, massive deception, okay? He's come up, folks, with the ultimate excuse to deny this event, the rapture of the church. So here's the point, so that people left behind will not connect this event with God, they will not connect it with Christianity or even the Bible. And that's precisely the ultimate deception uh, behind the lies of aliens and UFOs. This is what they're doing. They're saying that it is not God, okay, coming to get His church, the reason why these people have disappeared. They are prepping people right now to believe it's UFOs that have come to save us, okay? Don't believe me? Here's what your average UFO enthusiast is being taught about this event. Let's take a look. The first one is Barbara Marciniak. She's a very famous New Age author and a channeler. And in her book, Bringers of the Dawn, she documents what she claims uh, extraterrestrials from the star system of the Pleiades have told her. She says, quote, there will be great shiftings within humanity on this planet. 
This is what the aliens have supposedly came here to tell her. And she continues, she says, It will seem that great chaos and turmoil are forming, that nations are rising against each other in war, and that earthquakes are happening more frequently. Earth is shaking itself free, and a certain realignment uh, or adjustment period is to be expected. Listen, the people who leave the planet during the time of earth changes do not fit here any longer, and they are stopping the harmony of the earth. When the time comes that perhaps 20 million people leave the planet at one time, there will be a tremendous shift in consciousness for those who are remaining. Oh, but she's not alone. Chandler Thelma Terrell, who goes by her spiritual name, Tuella, wrote a book called Project World Evacuation. And here are some quotes from that book. She says that their aliens are telling her this, Our rescue ships will be able to come in close enough in the twinkling of an eye to set the lifting beams in operation in a moment. And all over the globe where events warrant it, this will be the method of evacuation. Mankind will be lifted, levitated shall we say, by the beams from our smaller ships. These smaller craft will in turn taxi the persons to the larger ships overhead, higher in the atmosphere, where there is ample space and quarters and supplies for millions of people. We watch diligently the threat of a polar shift for the planet in your generation. Such a development would create a planetary situation through which none could survive. This would necessitate an evacuation such as I have referred to. Earth changes will be the primary factor in mass evacuation of this planet. There is method and great organization in a detailed plan already near completion for the purpose of removing souls from this planet in the event of catastrophic events making a rescue necessary. The great evacuation will come upon the world very suddenly. The flash of emergency events will be as lightning that flashes in the sky. So suddenly and so quick in this happening that it is almost over before you are aware of its presence. Phase one of the great exodus of souls from the planet will take place at a moment's notice when it is determined that the inhabitants are in danger. Do not be concerned nor unduly upset if you do not participate in this first temporary lift-up of souls who serve with us. This really means that your action in the plan is elsewhere, and you will be taken for your instructions or will receive them in some other manner. Do not take any personal affront if you are not alerted or are not a participant in this first phase of our plan. Your time will come later, and these instructions are not necessary for you at this time. Oh, but we have another New Age author, uh, Timothy Green Beckley. He writes for those who, quote, miss the evacuation in his book, Psychic and UFO Revelations in the Last Days. Quote, many of the New Age workers and instructors who feel that they will be taken will not be taken right away, but left behind. To help mankind, though, he says, to survive through the cataclysmic period, uh, that is their mission. Another New Age author, Kay Wheeler, known by her spiritual name, uh, Osmana, uh, describes herself as a Pleiadian starseed and channeler. She published an article entitled, quote, The Time Is Now. And she said that she had channeled this from the entities that call themselves the Souls of Light, who claim to be extraterrestrials from the seventh celestial plane of life, who are concerned with helping Earth evolve to full consciousness. She writes of the so-called evolutionary purge, quote, The mother is desperately fighting for her life. Many of her vortexes have been drained. She's in critical condition at this time and must turn her thoughts to herself if she is to survive. That is why you see the many crises in the world. 
Many of these do you do not hear about on your screen of lies. There is much happening on your planet at this time. The mother is cleansing. It is all she knows to do at this time to clear herself of the pollution that exists within her body. But you, as light bearers, can help your mother cleanse in such a way that does not destroy all life on this planet. Much of this is necessary. Many of these beings have appointments to leave at this time. Earth's population needs to be decreased to bring forth the necessary changes upon this planet to move into the fourth dimension. Your Earth is a fourth dimensional being at this time. She has moved into this energy pattern and those who plan to stay must be of this vibration. Many of these beings who are leaving this planet at this time have completed that which they came to do. It is a time of great rejoicing for them. Do not feel sad about their leaving. They are going home. Many are waiting to be with them again. Many beings must move on, for their thought patterns are of the past. They hold on to these thoughts that keep earth held back. And then John Randolph Price, another famous New Age intellectual and promoter, shares what his spirit guide, i.e. a demon, told him. He said, quote, The people who didn't go along with the New Age would be wiped off the face of the earth during the coming cleansing. And again, Barbara Marciniak, she says elsewhere, quote, If human beings do not change, if they do not make the shift in values and realize that without earth they could not be here, then earth, in its love for its own initiation, is reaching for a higher frequency, will bring about a cleansing that will balance it once again. She says this, There is a potential for many people to leave the planet in an afternoon. And then here's some various quotes from UFO channelers. They state, quote, The cataclysms are all part of purifying this earth back to a millennium. What is going to happen when you reach a certain point is that you will have the first wave of ascension. Those whose bodies cannot take this change will go in the first wave of ascension. They will be taken up and their bodies will be changed in the twinkling of an eye. In the twinkling of an eye, they will be removed from the physical completely into the new spiritual body. Those who remain will be changed through transfiguration in high places. This will be the transfiguration of the bodies of those who are stronger that are on the earth. There will be many visits from the galaxies by interdimensional beings as from the Pleiades to assist and in some cases in your basin areas of large bodies of water to rescue people and take them into higher places. Those are the flying machines that you are seeing coming into your galaxies that have been preparing themselves for up to the last 40 years they are coming in. Some never die on this earth. These missing persons have already been taken as their time was not up and they were not meant to go through a demise. They listen, they went through a liftoff in UFOs. And the following uh, is a message supposedly um, from the Ashtar Command, supposedly aliens. And uh, here's what they would have uh, shared with you and I. Quote, Greetings. This is Captain Solaris speaking to you. Much has been said on, uh, on the photon belt over the years on planet Earth. What exactly is it? And why is it coming to Earth? Well, they said, The photon belt is an extremely large belt of cosmic radiation that is bundled together. It is the father and mother combined of the ascension bringers. It is deadly to those who have not uh, the vibration to stand with it, killing them instantly. We tend to take those who cannot stand up to the vibrations that are quite intense with the photon belt. We what? We relocate them 
to another world until their souls are ready to move up. For those who are ready uh, and embrace the positive cosmic radiation, they remain on the earth. Once the earth is healed, many people will be stunned as they feel their insides being changed. Many will scream as the last of their fear is taken away. The final step is the light which takes the world and all of its inhabitants, including the moon, to the fifth dimension, where we will then land and introduce ourselves. So we ask each and every one of you to be patient, for the time is coming when the human race will ascend with the photon belt. Now it's time for the second wave. Thank you, uh, or thank yourselves. You are the ground crew who are going to change the earth, i.e., you're the ones, if you believe this, you're going to help propagate the lie. But that's not all. One researcher stated this. He said, for almost 2,000 years, the Christian belief has been that God will evacuate the earth of all born-again believers prior to His pouring out of His wrath and Jesus' second coming to establish His reign and rule upon the earth. Not to mention that the whole final judgment of all souls thing. He says, but for many years now, many among the New Age movement have received messages from aliens and spirit guides that Mother Earth will soon cleanse herself by ejecting all those with bad vibratory patterns, i.e. the Christians, to another realm, allowing ascended masters and aliens to help us bring in a golden age upon the earth. Really? Or maybe it's what the Bible says is man's worst nightmare, the seven-year tribulation. I mean, you talk about deception, that's exactly what Jesus said to watch out for, specifically in the last days. And again, folks, you put this UFO evacuation talk instead of the biblical rapture in its context. You talk about the ultimate excuse. Imagine when tons of people worldwide are going to disappear from the planet via the rapture of the church, okay? The whole world is going to be in a state of absolute panic, wondering, uh, hoping, groping for some sort of answer uh, to pacify their emotions. In fact, human nature is that they're going to gravitate towards any old excuse just to maintain some sort of sanity, okay? But listen, this is not just some last-minute, last-ditch effort, some lame excuse, okay? It's the ultimate excuse. Uh, it's the one that has slowly, methodically prepared you and I over the last 150 years of evolutionary brainwashing to receive. And it's going to take, uh, all it's going to take now is for somebody to get up and say something like this and they'll explain it away in one fell swoop. Hey, don't worry. Your loved ones, they're just fine. They've been beamed up by UFOs and, and they're awaiting their time of rehabilitation when they can join us back here on Earth safely as we who were left behind the chosen ones, now enter the age of utopia. Folks, you put all this together, that's not just plausible, okay? But after all of this prep work over the last several decades, over the last 150 years to get us to believe this lie, that is the ultimate deceit. That's totally believable. It, it completely makes sense. It's the ultimate last day's deception, okay? And the irony is that while many people would deny the event that the Bible calls the rapture of the church. It's this very event that the occult is waiting for to usher in the Antichrist kingdom. Let's take a look at what they're waiting for to usher in the Antichrist kingdom. Let's take a look. They believe that once all the world's religions come together, and they're expecting it soon, a religious leader will be chosen to be Earth's religious spokesperson. Sounds like the false prophet. And 
will then encourage uh, all the people of the world to accept a new world leader who will suddenly appear on the scene. Sounds like the Antichrist. And that, again, sounds exactly like the false prophet that the Bible talks about who convinces the world to worship the beast or the Antichrist in the passage we saw earlier. Now, here's what's interesting. The cult is also in agreement that none of this can fully take place until the people who will never go along with this one world religion are taken out of the way. And can you guess who that might be? In fact, it's the Christian, of course. And in fact, they say that these people who are, quote, restraining or holding things up won't necessarily die, but will somehow mysteriously disappear. Or, in their own words, quote, elect to leave this dimension as if going into another room. And they believe that once these people leave this earth, the occult says that the new world leader will take his rightful place over the world. And then, and only then, will it be possible to build a combination temple-church-mosque in Jerusalem. And at the proper moment in history, a world religious leader will visit the combined Jewish-Christian-Muslim sector of Jerusalem to announce that all religions should be combined into one. This action will then finally break the Middle East logjam. And But here's what's interesting, they believe. Minutes before the Antichrist arises, some supernatural sound will be heard and spiritually felt by everybody on the planet simultaneously. At no other moment in world history will so many people be impacted at once. This action is designed to get everyone looking around as to what caused this sound. In fact, what's really odd, there's a flurry of people around the world reporting that these strange noises are already being heard from the sky, like this next video shows. There's been a lot of buzz over the last few weeks about strange sounds being heard in the atmosphere. People around the world and here at home have reported hearing some bizarre noises. Videos of what appears to be the same strange noise have been popping up online from all parts of the world. According to posts on various websites, similar noises have been recorded over the past couple years. A dramatic spike within the number of online searches within the past week. Some strange noises heard around the world the last few weeks has uh, people buzzing, especially on YouTube. Clips posted from Arizona to England and right next door in Manitoba, all showing folks alarmed by what sounds like a noise straight out of a science fiction flick. Valley News Team's Eric Kress tries to find out if there's any explanation for the strange sounds. watching a scary movie. The background noise gives you the feeling that something terrible is about to happen. That's a haunting sound if we've ever heard one. One ball, no strikes. <laughs> and the bunt is fouled. The count is one and one. Now what could that possibly be? Somebody shut the door. It sounds supernatural.
with everyone's attention aroused, images of Antichrist will appear simultaneously over the entire earth, they believe, speaking to mankind, each in his own language. The, quote, signs and wonders will have begun. The Antichrist will appear as a man to a man, and as a woman to a woman. He will appear as a white to a white, as a black to a black, as an Indian to an Indian, etc. It makes no difference, they believe, whether you are viewing him in person or on television. Uh, television. Thus, quote, he will show that he is all things to all people. And as one person states, quote, I would not be surprised if this group is actually writing the peace treaty that the Antichrist will sign with Israel at the proper time, which of course would be the fulfillment of Daniel's prophecy, 9, Daniel 9.27, which is the very event that starts the seven-year tribulation. And another person states, quote, I believe the world stands at the crossroads. Today Israel stands at the precipice of her war with uh, Arab neighbors, a situation that seems like it will fulfill the satanic vision of 1870, which foresaw the need to wage three world wars to stage Antichrist. This demonic vision foresaw that the Third World War would start between Israel and her immediate Arab neighbors. Out of the dust, smoke, and ashes of this world war, Antichrist would come striding. Numerous world, uh, New World Order authors have stated that the time period immediately preceding its actual implementation would contain the events found in Matthew 24, i.e. wars, rumors of wars, famines and earthquakes in many places, multiplied lawlessness, etc. Okay? Society, they say, is planned to be racked with great distress and disorder. Listen, UFOs may even appear on the scene. Authors have written about international crises and internal panic. The intended effect is so to panic the peoples of the world that they will accept the new governmental system of the New World Order and the Antichrist as he makes his appearance. In fact, even previous presidents have hinted of how an alien presence or threat would instantly polarize us like this next video reveals. Let's take a look. Perhaps we need some outside universal threat. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. My discussions with, privately with General Secretary Gorbachev, when you stop to think that 
We're all God's children, wherever we may live in the world. I couldn't help but say to him, just think how easy his task and mine might be in these meetings that we held if suddenly there was a threat to this world from some other species from another planet outside in the universe. We'd forget all the little local differences that we have between our countries and we would find out once and for all that we really are all human beings here on this earth together. Furthermore, the New World Order plan envisions such total global panic that the peoples of the world will be stampeded into accepting the loss of their democratic government and their freedoms in exchange for a promise to return to normalcy. In fact, one New Age author tells what this total package of events will be like. Quote, a very short but very deadly global war using nuclear weapons upon select population concentrations was contemplated and was not ruled out. He says, can you imagine what will happen if Los Angeles is hit with a 9.0 quake, New York City is destroyed by a terrorist-planted atomic bomb, World War III breaks out in the Middle East, the banks and the stock markets collapse, listen, extraterrestrials land on the White House lawn, food disappears from the markets, some people disappear. The Messiah presents himself to the world, and all in a very short period of time, what's going to happen? Well, people will panic and cry out for someone, anyone, to save them, and yet the whole thing will be carefully staged. It's a lie. Don't let anyone deceive you. Remember what Jesus said. In fact, let's whet our appetite, folks. Imagine if your day started off like this. Let's take a look.
So folks, come on, let's ask ourselves the common sense question. If an event like that, what you just saw, really happened, okay, coupled with a stock market crash, atomic bombs being dropped all over the world, earthquakes, wars, uh, a food shortage, just to manage a few, okay, what would people do? They will do what they have been conditioned to do. They will panic. They will cry out for someone, anyone, including an antichrist, to save them. And yet the whole thing will be carefully staged like this lady reveals. Take a look at this. When I was a corporate manager of Fairchild Industries in 1974 through 77, I met the late Dr. Werner von Braun in early 74. At that time, von Braun was dying of cancer, but he assured me that he would live a few more years in order to tell me about the game that was being played, that game being the effort to weaponize space, to control the earth from space and space itself. Von Braun's purpose in life during the last years of his life, his dying years, was to educate the public and decision makers about why space-based weapons are a dumb, dangerous, destabilizing, too costly, unnecessary, unworkable, undesirable idea. The strategy that Werner von Braun taught me was that first the Russians are going to be considered to be the enemy. In fact, when I met him in 74, they were the enemy, the identified enemy. We were told that they had killer satellites. We were told that they were coming to get us and control us, the dirty commies, that whole story. First, the Russians were the enemy against whom we're going to build space-based weapons. Then terrorists would be identified, and that was soon to follow. We heard a lot about terrorism. Then we were going to identify third world country crazies. We now call them nations of concern. But he said that would be the third enemy against whom we would be needing to build space-based weapons. And the next enemy was asteroids. Now, at this point, he kind of chuckled the first time he said it asteroids against asteroids were going to build space-based weapons. So it was funny then. And the funniest one of all was against what he called aliens, extraterrestrials. That would be the final card. And over and over and over during the four years that I knew him and was giving his speeches for him, he would bring up that last card. And remember, Carol, the last card is the alien card. We're going to have to build space-based weapons against aliens. And all of it, he said, is a lie. He didn't mention a timeline, but he said that it was going to be speeding up faster than anybody could possibly imagine. That the effort to put weapons in space was not only based on a lie, but would accelerate past the point of people even understanding it until it was already up there and too late. And the last card, the last card, the last card would be the extraterrestrial threat. Wow, what a setup. People have no idea what they're headed for. Okay, not only that, but they have no clue just how deep this demonic deception really goes. UFOs not only explain away the rapture of the church, but they will help totally prepare people's hearts to receive the Antichrist kingdom. Once these things happen, folks, they are uh, 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 totally going to flip out. Uh, they're going to say, please, please send somebody. Uh, uh, who cares? We'll, we'll do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want with us. We, we don't care. Just please bring back some sense of normalcy to our lives. And yet, the whole time, it's a bunch 
of deceit, okay? But folks, what you gotta understand is they're not just waiting for you and I uh, to get mixed up into the occult or into new age to come across this information and get indoctrinated into this lie, okay? But it's right now being promoted in the mainstream media. Once again, Hollywood, if you will, to the rescue. Most people don't realize how the modern day media is one of the biggest allies uh, uh, to this lie of the UFOs and their demonic message, okay? In fact, here's what one guy in the media has to say about it. He says, quote, shortly after the first modern sightings of UFOs began in 1947, television programs were inspired to popularize the idea of UFOs, aliens, interstellar travel, etc. From grade B movies to cartoons to sitcoms to all kinds of shows, themes of outer space and contact with alien life have fascinated millions of people, including children who are now becoming adults. And so now, slowly, methodically, Hollywood is not only getting more and more blatant with the lie of UFOs and aliens, they're conditioning us, folks. They're really cranking it up right now, if you've been paying attention, to help us visualize, to visualize away the rapture of the church, okay? In fact, just to make sure uh, it pacifies our minds and we never make the connection of the rapture of the church with God or Christianity or the Bible, okay? They're putting out different spins, different versions uh, to cover all bases, okay? Uh, and again, Hollywood is right there to imprint this into our brains, okay? For instance, uh, uh, one theory they, they would have us, you uh, and I believe, is that aliens might be doing another good cop, bad cop on us by pitting the good aliens against the so-called bad aliens and, and how the bad aliens are the one who seek to do us harm. Uh, in fact, even prominent scientists in the media are saying this would not be a good thing. Let's take a look. Stephen Hawking is in the news tonight as one of the bona fide smart people on the planet when the renowned astrophysicist warned us about aliens from outer space this weekend. People tended to listen up. On his new Discovery Network series, Stephen Hawking says if aliens visit us here on Earth, quote, the outcome would be much as when Columbus landed in America, which didn't turn out well for the Native Americans, end of quote. Make a note, he indicates we should stay away from them at all costs. Well, hey, there you have it, folks. Stephen Hawking, he said it would be bad. That's right, so what do we do? How do we prepare for this? Well, hey, no worry. The so-called good aliens are here to help us. But before the good aliens could stop them, uh, you know, some people got lost in the fracas. You know, it's, it's like a cosmic collateral damage or something like that, okay? For instance, uh, maybe the people got zapped and they disappeared, as this Hollywood movie helps us to imagine. Let's take a look. Human casualties are massive. It's impossible to make visual contact. They're absorbing all our power supplies. This wasn't just Moscow. New York, London, Paris, Tokyo. All reported invisible invaders. They came here with a plan. They can see us. But we can't see them. What do they want? Energy. 
Electricity. Oh my god. Well, hey, there you have it. Maybe that's what happened to your Christian loved one. Maybe it was the bad aliens zapped him up before the good aliens could put a stop to it, okay? But then again, maybe they didn't zap us because, gosh, that, that just seems a little too harsh, okay? Uh, maybe they just sucked us up into their spaceships and took us away like this movie helps us to imagine. Let's take a look. Stephen Hawking, astrophysicist and arguably one of the smartest people on the planet, warned us about the possibility of aliens from outer space. Hawking says that if extraterrestrials visit us, the outcome might be similar to when Columbus landed in America. In other words, it didn't turn out too well for Native Americans. Folks, I don't think it's by chance uh, that the movie there specifically says, don't look up, because that's the exact opposite of what Jesus says to do. He said, when you see these things taking place, you better look up because your redemption draws near. Here's what he says in Luke chapter 21, verses 25 through 28. He said, when you see these things taking place, look up because your redemption draws near. Jesus said in Luke 21, verses 25 through 28, Quote, there will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and the tossing of the sea. Men will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the whole world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, what's he say to do? Stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. But hey, that's right, no need to worry. Thanks to Hollywood, you don't need to be concerned even if you see the biblical rapture with your very own eyes. Your loved ones, the Christians, they didn't leave the planet like that. No, no, as you saw in the movies to help you visualize, uh, it was the aliens, the bad ones that came and sucked them right up. It has nothing to do with the rapture of the church. But that's right, folks, don't worry. Uh, the good aliens are here to help you and restore order to our planet. Mm, don't think so, okay? But that's right, folks. I'm telling you, they put many different spins uh, to cover all bases. Just in case that excuse didn't work, uh, again, thanks to Hollywood, uh, maybe it was the good aliens uh, coming to Earth to take only certain people in order to uh, save mankind from certain destruction, okay? Uh, maybe it was some sort of like a cosmic environmental protection program, okay? And uh, when you have a program like that, as we all know, you're, uh, we know here today, we're under constant threat of uh, asteroid destruction or comets uh, plunging to the earth and, and, and we need somehow to keep the human race going uh, in case that event occurs like this movie would have you and I believe. Let's take a look. 
Object 07-493 was first spotted just beyond Jupiter's orbit by the Space Guard program. It was notable for the fact that it was not moving in an asteroidal ellipse, but rather it had a hyperbolic orbit and was shooting through our solar system. The object is moving at speeds of up to 3 times 10 to the 7th meters per second. At first, it was projected to pass millions of miles outside of Earth's orbit. However, we soon discovered that the object was not following a gravitationally free-fall trajectory. As such, its path was recalculated. just collecting specimens from our planet. It's not our planet. And that's what he said to me in the hospital. An ark. Excuse me? It's an ark. So are all the other spheres. They're saving as many species as they can. If the sphere is an ark, then what comes next is... The flood. Now, folks, notice the twisting of the biblical language there. That's not by chance, okay? And neither is this next possible scenario. The Bible says that the Christians are the chosen ones of God and that He is coming again to take us out of the horrible seven-year tribulation, okay? But the aliens are right there with their counterfeit too, okay? They too have their chosen ones and only they're not the ones who believe in God's message of salvation through Jesus Christ. Like the Bible says, no, of course not. Their chosen ones are the one who believed their message and how they are the ones who have come to save us, not God, as this next movie would have you and I believe. Let's take a look. This is not a test. This is an emergency broadcast transmission. Today, Noah has concluded. Turn that up! Solar flares may last longer and cause more damage to our infrastructure than we originally thought. We're recommending that people stay indoors until further notice. Bring your pets inside, stock up on extra water, and if possible, Seek out fortified underground shelters. Protecting us all along, Dad. They sent a message ahead of them to prepare the way. And now they've come for us. It's time to go, Dad. They've chosen us so we can start over. So everything can start over. Why is he saying that, Dad? What? What's he saying, Cam? He's saying only the children must go. Those who heard the call. Please.
Now, folks, again, notice how the aliens appear to have wings like angels there. Again, this is not by chance, okay? Once again, they're, they're twisting the scripture. They're, they're evoking a quasi-biblical uh, reference, okay? But uh, who is it that's coming to save us, they would say? Not God, as you saw in that movie. It's them. It's the aliens, okay? And now, folks, we are seeing for the very first time in mankind's history, you put all this together, okay, of how UFOs, this is the ultimate lie. This is what they're leading to over the last 150 years is to explain away this event called the rapture of the church, even to the point where people will actually think that being left behind is a good thing, even an honorable thing. You tell me if that's not demonic. And then, if that wasn't bad enough, even when you try to explain this, thanks again to the brainwashing of Hollywood, people would rather listen to these demons than what the Bible has to say. And yet the irony is, the Bible, the book that nobody wants to read, or we've been trained uh, by uh, the society to scoff at, has told us this very thing would happen specifically in the last days, that people would rather listen to teachings from demons than the Bible. Here's what the Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 4. Let's take a look. And yet, the Bible, the book that nobody wants to read or just scoffs at, told us that this very thing would happen specifically in the last days. 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 1 states this, Now, the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last days, some will what? Will turn away from what we believe. They will follow lying spirits and teachings that come from demons. Now, folks, how can you get any clearer than that? This is exactly what's going on here with the UFOs, these demonic entities dishing out demonic teaching. They are lying to us. And it's these lies that Jesus clearly warned about us just prior to his second coming. He warned us clearly about them. He said to watch out that no one deceives you. Beware of these false messiahs promising these false hopes and false rescues. Do not let anyone deceive you in the last days. The Bible says in the last days that there's gonna be a time, as we saw at the beginning of the study, there's gonna be a time of great deception marked by a lie so powerful that even the very elect could be deceived if that were possible. And you put all that together, what we've seen so far? Hey folks, I wonder what that lie the Bible talked about really is. I'm kind of thinking it's clearly the lie of UFOs. And, and so to me, that's the question at this point. Why? Why would they do this? Why would they slowly, methodically build this deceit up for the last 150 years or so? Well, folks, I think it's common sense once you take a look at what the Bible has to say. They're demons. What else do you expect? They're trying to deceive you, what Jesus warned about. They're trying to keep you from going to heaven. That's what demons do, okay? And that's exactly what this man says. Let's take a look. John Ankerberg, he states this. He says, let us begin by asking another question. Why would demons want to do this? He says the answer for this ruse is deception. People are fearful of death and judgment and are more than willing to listen to alleged post-mortem spirits who will soothe their fears and promise them that life after death is other than what the Bible teaches. But while spirits may play on the fears of people in one instance, they may play on the hopes of people in another. Mankind has always been fascinated with the heavens. 
and even more so with the recent advent of the space age, millions of people are longing for contact with a vastly superior civilization from space in the hope that it may solve the world's problems and end war and poverty and everything else that no one likes. This longing includes some of our leading politicians and statesmen. So it is not surprising that demons, whose primary purpose is spiritual deception, leading people away from God, would take advantage of this hope and seek to pervert it. Consider the following. One of the most dominant cultural influences of UFOs is to undermine faith in the Bible. UFO phenomena support the myth of naturalistic evolution and the idea that man can finally perfect himself apart from God. For many people, belief in UFOs has become a replacement for personal faith in God since the UFO entities encourage people to look at the skies, or the aliens, for their individual and collective salvation. UFO encounters also promote occultism and expand its territory under a novel and unexpected guise. For other people, the UFO phenomenon makes the Bible outdated and undermines its authority by relegating it to a level of vastly more primitive earthbound literature. The UFO phenomenon tend to belittle mankind's place in the universe from its biblical heights to something lower. Man, they say, is no longer the crown of God's creation and the one for whom Jesus Christ died. No, instead he is something of an almost infinitely lesser creature, one lower species among probable billions of more advanced species in the universe. Thus, he says, many extraterrestrials theorists place man as an infinitely small speck in an infinitely vast universe whose only genuine hope for survival is contacting a much more evolved form of life. But the end result is to cheapen the value of man, his being made in the image of God, and the significance of the fact that God himself became a man in the incarnation to save his creation. This also tends to cheapen the concept of the atonement and Christian redemption. In other words, here's what's happening, folks. They're doing this to deceive you into missing out on heaven and instead to go with them straight into hell. And contrary to popular belief, hey folks, hell is a real place. The demons know it. <laughs> they don't doubt it at all. They know where their future is headed and they want you to join them there too. Let's take a look at a little teaser of what hell is like according to the Bible. Let's take a look. Contrary to the father of lies though, God's word describes hell as a place where God pours out his wrath upon the wicked. God's word declares, but because of your stubbornness and unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God, who rendered every man according to his deeds. There will be tribulation and distress for every soul of man who does evil. God's word speaks of a certain terrifying expectation of judgment and of raging fire which consumes the enemies of God. Severe punishment, for we know him who said, vengeance is mine, I will repay, is a terrifying thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Will hell be a good time? Contrary to the father of lies, hell will not be a place of friendship and rock music, but of misery and darkness and isolation. The only thing you will hear from others are their cries of torment. 
Jesus Christ warned the subjects of the kingdom will be thrown outside into darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The Bible speaks of the wicked for whom the black darkness has been reserved. Contrary to Sting's video, God's word declares that there is no rest for the wicked in hell. The book of Revelation states, and the smoke of their torment goes up forever and ever. They have no rest day and night. Jesus said of the day of judgment, then he will say to those on his left, depart from me, you who are cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Then they will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. God's word says that he will punish those who do not know God and do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. They will be punished with everlasting destruction and shut out from the presence of the Lord and from the majesty of his power. Hey folks, come on, we, we, we can scoff all we want, but as you saw, the Bible is clear. Hell is real, and you really don't want to go there. The demons know this. That's how evil they are, even concocting up an age-old lie about UFOs. They want you to join them there, but here's the good news. God doesn't. You see, the Bible says that hell was originally created for the devil and his demons. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 25, verse 41, quote, Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you who are cursed, into the eternal fire, prepared for the who? The devil and his angels. Now, folks, as you can see, the Bible's clear. Mankind was originally intended to be in paradise with God. And, but the problem is we've all blown it, myself included. We've become disqualified for heaven. The Bible says in Romans chapter 3, verse 23 and 623, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You see, God doesn't want us to go to hell. And so out of love, He's made a way out so that we could escape this horrible destruction. And that way out is through His Son, Jesus Christ. But it's your choice. If you'd rather listen to lying demonic teachings, including the lie of UFOs over what the Bible says, then your fate is sealed. People, that's what this study really is all about. And that's the ultimate question you need to ask yourself right now. Are you ready? Will you be deceived? Will you fall for the lie, UFOs, the great last day's deception? Or will you listen to the truth and more importantly, receive it before it's too late. I close with the words of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Luke chapter 12, verse 35 through 40 reads, Be dressed, ready for service, and keep your lamps burning, Jesus says, like men waiting for their master to return from a wedding banquet, so that when he comes and knocks, they can immediately open the door for him. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them watching when he comes. I tell you the truth, he says, he will dress himself to serve, will have them recline at the table and will come and wait on them. 
It will be good for those servants whose master finds them ready, even if he comes in the second or third watch of the night. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour you do not expect him. People, please be ready. The time is now. Call upon the name of Jesus Christ and ask him to forgive you of all your sins. Please don't fall for the lie. Please receive the truth. The rapture is going to happen and it will not be from UFOs at all. And so the question is, will you be left behind because you've chosen to listen to a false teaching from a demon in the last days, just like the Bible warned about? Please don't fall for the lie. You've been warned. Do not be left behind like these guys. I hope to see you in heaven. God bless. Well, hi, this is Billy Crone of Get Life Ministries, and I hope you were blessed with this study. But in closing, let me ask you one final question. If you were to die today, are you sure that you go to heaven and not hell? Before you answer that, let me share a couple things that the Bible says. Did you know that the Bible says that God is holy and that we are not? And the wages of our sin or unholiness is death? In other words, we deserve to die and go straight to hell and be separated from God for all eternity. This is the great cosmic dilemma. God who is holy and we are not, how can we have a relationship with Him? The two will never mix. Now, to make matters worse, we don't even want to admit this, even though God already knows He's God. And so God, out of love, gave us something called the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments were not something to just memorize or stick on your wall or give the appearance of being a religious person. The Ten Commandments were God's divine x-ray, if you will, into our heart and soul to reveal this truth that we need to admit. And that is this, that God is holy and that we are not. We are disqualified for heaven. So let's take a look at that divine x-ray that God's trying to get us to realize. Uh, the, the Ten Commandments, the, the ninth one says, you shall not bear false witness. That's lying. Okay. How many guys have ever told a lie? Raise your hand. Okay. 
Well, if you didn't raise your hand, you just did. You just told a lie because we've all done that. Well, that makes us a liar. The, another Ten Commandments says that you shall not steal. Don't ever take anything without permission. How many of you guys uh, have ever done that? Well, you guys already said you're a bunch of liars. All of our hands should have went up on that one. And for being honest, God already knows. Folks, we've all taken something. We've stolen something, right? That makes us a thief. Another Ten Commandments says that you shall not use the Lord's name in vain. He's not just holy. Even his name is holy. Hey, folks, let's be honest. If you can believe it, even the name of Jesus Christ uh, has been turned into a common cuss word. Well, the Bible says that's a sin of blasphemy. Now we're a, a blasphemer. The Bible says you shall not commit adultery. And Jesus said, here's his standard. Uh, uh, even if you look at another person with lust in your eye, you committed adultery in your heart. Wow, so now we're an adulterer. The Bible says you shall not murder. And you might think, well, hey, at least I haven't done that one. Really? Again, the Bible says that the sin of hatred, wishing somebody was dead, okay, that, that's the same thing. Uh, it's akin to the sin of murder. It's just you pulled the trigger in your heart, but God sees the heart. Hey, folks, that's just five out of ten. How are you doing? You still think you're going to get to heaven on your own? You still think that you're qualified, that you're holy like God, and you could bridge the gap and have a relationship with Him forever? I don't think so. I mean, what did we just see? You're going to stand before God, and so am I. We all are. And we're going to have to give an account for who we are. Hey, hey, God, let me in. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a liar. I'm a thief, I'm a blasphemer, I'm an adulterer, I'm a murderer. And the scripture is very clear, folks. Such people as these will not inherit the kingdom of God. We're in trouble. But folks, here's the good news. The Bible says that if we would just admit that, that's the first step, to admit that God is holy, that I'm not, I'm disqualified for heaven, I need a Savior. If we would admit that and then ask for the Savior to save us. That, that's what God was doing with Jesus. God gave us His Son, Jesus Christ. He took the death penalty in our place so that we could be completely forgiven of everything we've ever done and be made holy through Jesus so that we can now have a relationship with God both here and now and forever in heaven. We can become qualified. The word that the Bible uses is a word called pardon, that God is willing to pardon us of all of our sins and crimes that we've committed against him and disqualified us, that disqualified us for heaven, right? And we've actually seen this work in real life. Uh, for instance, uh, there's been people who have committed crimes, gone to court, the gavel's been passed, the judges said, hey, listen, we all know you're guilty, uh, you even admit you're guilty, and uh, for your crimes, you're going to not just jail, you're going to uh, await in jail to go to the death penalty. And did you know that there actually is a way that somebody could get off of death row, it's called a pardon. The one in the authority, the governor, can grant what's called a pardon for that person's crimes, and they literally can go free. Not because of something they did, because the deeds are already done, you can't undo it. Not because of they tried to clean up their act while they were stuck in the jail cell, because that doesn't change anything. But simply out of mercy, the person who has the authority can give them a pardon, and they can go free. And did you know it's actually on historical record that there have been people who have been granted a pardon from the death penalty and they've refused to take it. And so even though the offer was there to be set free, they themselves still had to go to the death penalty. Folks, in a nutshell, that's what God's doing every single day with all of us this side of heaven. While you still have breath, you still have an opportunity to receive God's pardon 
He's willing to forgive you of all your sins if you would just receive His pardon through Jesus Christ. Again, that's what He was doing on the cross. The cross was the death penalty of the day. But since we weren't there, and since we can't earn it, it's a gift from God, you have to receive that by faith. Reach out even today from your own spiritual jail cell, if you will, and say yes to Jesus and God's pardon so that you can be set free and go to heaven. The Bible says that if you will confess Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the grave, you will be saved. Hey, folks, if that's you, don't delay. You may not even have tomorrow. Today could be your last day. Please accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Confess with your mouth He is Lord. Believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the grave. And the Bible says you will be saved. Well, this has been Billy Crone of Gill Life Ministries. If there's anything that we could do for you, our information and, and number will come up here shortly. And please don't hesitate to contact us. But remember, I hope to see you in heaven. God bless.